0: Welcome to At Home with the Homies. I'm Jill Hopkins. Hope you're all doing well today. It's a blustery one here in Chicago. Uh, I hope everyone is safe and healthy and happy and uh, taking the news of uh, the schools deciding to do remote learning uh, from the first quarter at least. I hope that that news is comforting to at least some of you. I don't have a child in the game, but this affects everybody, right? This is a and everyone problem. So I just hope for the sake of all Chicagoans and every American who's watching this play out in different ways across different school districts across the country that we are learning and adjusting and uh, at least trying to thrive in all of this. We're waiting for Mike McGee, our senior Tech correspondent when he's not working at anita b dot org. Attempting to get representation uh for women. Space at the table in tech. He's here with us yo, yo. every week. Hi Mike McGee, how are you?
1: Oh, you know, feeling good, feeling great. How are you?
0: I am, well, I mean, all things considered, I've been having really weird dreams lately. Interesting. Yeah. And by weird, I just mean, like, very vivid. They're very mundane dreams. I'm having, like, I'm waking up with, like, euphoric feelings after having dreams of just, like, being in a room with five people and, like, enjoying ourselves (laughs) and, like, hugging my mom.
1: (laughs) I mean, mundane is exotic in 2020. It really is.
0: I think those you, I think those are pretty exciting. Yeah. I had a a dream that uh, I kissed my friend on the cheek and like my heart was so swollen after that. I was like, "Oh my god, I can't wait to just be able to express affection in the way in which I prefer." <laughs> uh, it's it's 2020. Hard. I know it's hard out there for an extrovert. Uh, but you uh, you're doing well. How are things at need to be? Oh, we're, we're
1: we're still kicking. Still kicking. Still still women. Uh, that are in the tech industry that need help, unfortunately. And there are more uh, women that we want to help build the apps and the companies of, I would say tomorrow or next year, we should be able to get to 2021, hopefully. Um, yeah. So work to be done.
0: There's a lot of women out in the world who are trying to make their way through uh, the tech environment, uh, to grab that Skrilla while they're at it. One woman who uh, has Billions of tech dollars, despite never having had to work as a tech billionaire, is uh, a woman who uh, I think did a better job of securing uh, the bag than almost anyone. Mackenzie Scott. If that name's not familiar to people, uh, you might know her as the former Mrs. Jeff Bezos. And I, I don't like to use the word or the words "good billionaire" because is there such a thing? But no. but she's out here. I mean, trying, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, billionaires aren't going away anytime soon. So if you are one, it would be good to be better uh, than outright (laughs) evil. So I don't believe there are any good billionaires, but there can be billionaires who do good things within the current system. So, yeah, uh, Mackenzie Scott, you know, renowned in her own right, novelist, uh, philanthropist, uh, you know, Without her, Jeff doesn't start Amazon, so she deserved that. Those That's that true. money, and um, it's
0: it's like the Juanita Jordan uh, story. There's no yeah. MJ without Nita.
1: Hey, I mean I know it in the family. You know my uh, my grandma's brother founded BET, um, and without his wife, he wouldn't have been able to start that either. Does so. he know
0: Donnie Simpson? I've always wanted to meet Donnie Simpson. I'm pretty
1: sure he knows a lot of people this very easy for all of us and and I've, you know, participated in this well to think like, Oh, like, you know, famous CEO, founder, billionaire, you know, divorce, all their wife's going to get, you know, all this money, but like chances are, and, you know, probably majority of cases, they wouldn't have amassed that success and fortune without their uh, other half. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, but right away after the messy, very public divorce and scandal of 2019, which was 6,000 years yeah, ago. It's, it was uh, a million. Mackenzie Scott has gotten to work. So she just announced a couple of weeks ago that she and her, you know, philanthropic efforts has donated already almost $2 billion, um, in the past year and just recently announced, uh, some recipients for many, uh, nonprofits, um, that cover helping more girls and women get into tech, mm-hmm. um, you know, online safety, um, you know, women's health, a bunch of very meaningful problems uh, that these organizations are solving. And uh, she's given uh, many organizations millions of dollars to support their work yeah. um, and to further their work. So uh, a really good, uh, a really good start um, to what she's doing. And she's just getting started. Keyword is, is that indeed. Yeah. So long way to go.
0: She got 35 Billy from the divorce itself. Uh, which makes uh, this divorce the most uh, expensive of any divorce settlement in history. And now, just thanks to like time and how the stock market works, she's valued at more than $60 billion. My goodness. And uh, you know what? Let me hold one. One billion. Let me just hold one. I promise. I promise to be so philanthropic
1: <laughs> yeah or or not you know yeah. do you um but yeah it's, it's impressive though the the 1.7 i'm just looking at the numbers now of what she's given out of that 1.7 billion these are the categories that she's given money in and the amount um racial equity work 586.7 million mm-hmm. uh lgbtq plus equity 46 billion uh, economic mobility almost 400 million uh, public health 128 point 3 million climate change 125 million uh, we got empathy and bridging divides 55 million so there's some zeros and some commas
0: yeah.
1: uh, next to these things now all of these categories need like 25 x this money <laughs> and the government should be doing that I, I talked recently they uh, and they're not going they to ain't, they ain't, <laughs> They could, they could, you know, depending on how November turns out on multiple levels, you know, uh, Democrats have a chance to not only, you know, the presidential election is obviously the, the, the marquee item on the ticket, but I would argue even more importantly that the Senate, uh, that now that the Democrats already have the House, but the Senate is also up for grabs. Mm-hmm. And we see now, I mean, with the stimulus, second stimulus um, you know, bill being debated forever and being delayed if it's ever going to happen before recess, that the Senate is the main reason it's being held up. So many millions of Americans are, you know, the rent was due this past week yeah. and evictions are happening all over the country. The eviction protection stopped in July and there's money that the government has right now to give without even taxing billionaires although we should tax billionaires
0: should can you and
1: can you believe can you believe yes 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 <laughs> yes uh but can you believe that just like 60 years ago not even billionaires but like millionaires most of the top 1% was like taxed like
0: 91% of their yearly earnings 91% yeah and they were taxed by republican administrations and well, everybody was just, that? yeah everybody was just like okay, let's get these highways built. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, 91%. Now it's like under like a 30%, you know, rich people get taxed less than, you know, people making, you know, under $40,000. We you know, it's pay, ridiculous.
0: You and I pay more yeah. of a percentage of what we make, our little piddly little yeah. paychecks, than Jeff Bezos pays a percentage of his paycheck or any yeah. millionaire. Anybody who like breaks the million dollar threshold pay, pays less percentage wise than you and i do and that's not even getting into people who make significantly less than what i imagine you and i are making people who are living a uh, minimum wage lives yep. lives are paying more of a percentage than we even are this whole thing is so ass backwards every time i have to sit down and pay my taxes and i'm sure i'm not alone in this i'm just swearing under my breath putting stamps on envelopes Walk into the post box. Just God dang it! I arrest.
1: Trans translation unnecessary. Yeah. We all understand what that means. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So there's a lot there, but we got it. We got to You know, you got to control most of the branches to get anything done, and even then, it's going to be an uphill battle. So it's important to pay attention not only to the presidential race and uh, encouraging people uh, around you to vote, but also pay attention to your uh, Senate and also your local. I mean, this year has highlighted everything Yeah. and how from your mayor to the president and to the council, you know, city council and, you know, water officials and uh, housing officials, it's everything's on trial as it should be. Yeah. So we'll see.
0: Do you want to hear about some of the other, notable most expensive divorces people you might yes, know please uh, yes. do you know who Jocelyn Wildenstein is she is a uh, uh she was a model for a very long time she's kind of a fixture okay. in like the New York fashion scene she looks yeah. like um a jungle cat like she's had a lot <laughs> of, I know what this of, is uh, she divorced her husband in 1999 and took some of her $3.8 billion and got all mm. that kitty cat surgery. That was, they gave her, uh, $180 million per year of marriage. That's what, uh, the judge came down and ruled. And I would need uh, her on,
1: uh, Real Housewives in New York.
0: I mean, she don't even need, she don't even I know. need that. That's we don't need that. I'm, I'm <laughs> saying
1: I need it. I want it. Like she doesn't need it for anything, uh, uh, but I, I would love to see it. <laughs> yes, would oh. uh, love to see it. Yes, continue.
0: Mel Gibson got divorced in twenty two thousand six after twenty six years. Remember when he cheated on his wife, who has like eight of his kids, and he cheated ah. on her with that lady. And this was after he wanted on his like anti-Semitic rant and like yelled at that cop and let and yet we still have mel gibson movies that's how we know he's
1: still alive he's
0: still alive he's still got a thriving career and this is why when people say cancel culture i'm like that shit don't exist because mel gibson still has a career at least not
1: for white white men it does not exist it can exist for you know black and brown people uh for sure yeah
0: mel gibson continue continue. how much was that that was 425 million dollars okay Uh,
1: so cheap not even worth it yeah you
0: got nothing Juanita Jordan we said uh this was in 2006 they were married for about 17 years 168 million and that was huge at the time Harrison Ford had to when he divorced his first wife uh Melissa Matheson 118 million dollars and then it goes on like like I mean. Madonna had to pay Guy Ritchie $92 million when they got divorced. And I forgot they were even married. <laughs> Thank
1: you, money, for reminding me.
0: And Paul McCartney had to give uh, Heather Mills $48.6 million because he, she talked him out of signing a prenup when they were uh, discussing well, marriage.
1: Good, good for her. Just, you know, that's work put in. <laughs> nicely done
0: <laughs> and it goes on and on like this like ivana trump has 25 million dollars that she got from donald and that's just one of his wives this this goes on yeah it
1: feels yeah it feels like there's there's they're smaller than i thought yeah. um i'm weird though i'm looking for you know yeah so yeah Mackenzie definitely broke some records for she sure didn't. with this divorce well props to her and thank you for giving all this money away to well-deserving nonprofit organizations yeah.
0: And thanks being for, a fool, yeah
1: yeah
0: you know, thanks for stuff. making it known that this is not a stopping point for you like no we appreciate no. the the forward thinking i i stan a lady billionaire i suppose there we as, go as much as one can stan a billionaire <laughs> uh well then i'm totally nervous now about talking about this next subject because instagram is as implicit And complicit as any of the rest of the sites are removing viral COVID-19 misinformation uh, off of Facebook. Folks say took longer than it should have. And as we saw on Instagram, where we are right now, Instagram last week, of all people, Madonna out here sharing uh, that COVID uh, video of those people in white coats who I hesitate to call doctors standing in front of the Supreme Court and i'm just like this stuff is so obviously fact checkable yeah but here we are people just believing it because it's well produced and it you know you got a star wipe in the right place so it looks legit and folks are letting like this thing it spreads it's called viral for a reason it spreads like a virus and yeah there it happens so quickly That it's hard to keep up on for you and I, but for a billion dollar corporation with a team of people who whose only job is to keep up on this. You would Mm -hmm. think that they would try to be a little more fastidious with their their jobs. Why? Why aren't they? You
1: would think you would think. But yet it never happens. So uh, this is yeah, there's a lot with this. I just remembered. What was that last week? or a year ago, of the <laughs> the doctor, the Trump doctor, the demon uh, s- that don't have sex with demons.
0: That was last week. I know. And I just want to share with the world that demon semen is not a new idea. <laughs> for years, my husband and I were calling our, our pub trivia team Demon Semen and the Deviled Eggs because we thought that that would be a fun name for like a lounge group.
1: <laughs> excellent band. There was so much great band name material from that horrible story, but this is one of the stories that is really been an ongoing problem with Facebook for years. It just so happens that the flavor of the year is COVID-19 misinformation Yeah. previously brought to you by the producers of, you know, <laughs> uh, democracy misinformation and, you know, horrible stories and fake news and all that um it's just covid-19 this year and uh i think who was it uh kevin forgot his last name but from the new york times but literally for the past 2 months he's been posting daily stats of like the top 10 most clicked and most engaged videos on the facebook platform mm-hmm. and let's just be safe 80% of the top 10 consistently is right-wing mm-hmm. extremist White supremacist, white nationals content that now is is shifting to COVID 19 misinformation. And these, each one of these stories and videos and posts are getting millions of daily hits, millions. And so in the story, Facebook's talking about when, you know, they were asked, why did it take so long for this 20 million plus viewed video to be removed? And they're coming up with these, you know, boilerplate quotes about Took longer than it should have, and yeah. we'll undertake a review. How many reviews do you
0: need? To, internal reviews? Do you need to take? Do you just before you recycle your PowerPoint presentation yeah, with like new so, dates?
1: It's crazy. Like yeah, they they said like since April to June, we removed more than seven million pieces of content on Facebook and Instagram for violating our policy and sharing harmful COVID nineteen misinformation, and they're a tr- they're worth a trillion dollars. I mean, are close. They're like you know, they hover depending on the the day of the stock market yeah. between 500 billion, 650 billion, upwards to one trillion to join Apple, Amazon, Google, Microsoft. So they have plenty of cash on hand. They probably got at least you know 15 billion dollars of cash on hand, probably 50 billion dollars of cash on hand. They have the capacity to support better content moderation. They have the ability to change their guidelines, but they choose not to. And because they choose not to, this is what we have to deal with. And it is their real impact. This is real effects. People have died this year because of misinformation on Facebook, because so-and-so clicked and shared a video, a relative shared a video of Ben Shapiro or one of these other big conservative uh, people with millions of people following them saying, don't wear a mask, uh, resist orders to go eat at restaurants. People have died. And Facebook needs to grapple with, or they should grapple with that. They have chosen to just fall back on this boilerplate talk, but it's costing people their lives. And that is beyond good. It is horrible. And they got to reckon with that. So we'll
0: see. Yeah. I also, we'll see. I, I I know that the onus uh, is on Facebook to have them removed. But we as people also have to put on our little thinking caps and try to do our best to live in a world where we know yeah. that there's this misinformation. Like we know that it exists. So it is, is it, if, and if we also know that if it's not going to be removed in a timely way, that it's going to be floating out there. So it's up to us to be critical about. What it is that we read, and even more critical about what it is that we share. Uh, you can read yeah. all the conspiracy theory little videos that you want to, but you keep that on the inside. <laughs> There's- you would, again, you would think, you would think, but the we and
1: the us, there are quotes around the we and the us, yeah. like we, you and me, and the people that we know, and the people that we even friends and family, and it, we can have differences of opinions on many subjects. Sure, but when it comes to wearing a mask and keeping you and more importantly, people around you safe, we got that. But there are millions of Americans that do not fall in that we and us. And if you run a platform of billions, of, like Facebook's problems that they choose to concern themselves with are, we are running out of people on this planet to be users of Facebook. Yeah, They have billions of users. Yeah. So instead of focusing on how do we better serve the current two billion plus users, mm-hmm. they have concerned themselves with how do we get more users and how do we get our current users to give us more money. That's a le- that's a legit choice they made, and they have full right to make that choice. Yeah, but what when if- you make that choice, you can't come on the other side and be like, "We're trying our best to moderate our content and to treat our employees that moderate this content on a daily basis with respect." You can't play both sides, and so. I'm with you, but you know how people—you know how we, as a country, are molded. And the Facebook has an outsized influence on this country, and I wish it didn't. I wish they—I could share my brain power with millions of Americans to look at crazy stuff and be like, "That's crazy," and move on. Yeah, but it affects us. So,
0: it affects us. You know. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Seems like a real weird marketing strategy, and also a real weird <laughs> election strategy to, uh, you know, kill off your base <laughs> or at least contribute to that. Like if I just call me crazy, if I have a, a, a social media platform or if I'm running for, let's say, president of the United States, I'm trying to keep people alive so that they can give me money or they can you would give think, me votes. You would
1: think and yet that's my that's my 2020. You
0: would think you would, and yet. Yes, I'm going. That's the name of our segment from now on. You would think and yet. With Jill and Mike, every Wednesday at noon, yeah, right here on Instagram live. And honestly, with that title, the world is our oyster for topics. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: we're evergreen content.
0: Evergreen content. Uh, Mike McGee, what does your week look like in these COVID times? Are you working? Are you are you out uh, and about getting fresh air? It's a lovely week for a walk.
1: It has been a lovely week. I finally opened my windows and the sun. Hey, what up, sun? It just came up and gave me a nice little shine. <laughs> I see the shine on you too. But yeah, I've opened my blinds and I've opened some windows. That is me going outside. So this is a big development. I do actually have to go outside because I got to pick up this package because UPS, one thing that's been consistent with 2020 is that UPS will do everything in their power not to deliver a package. <laughs>
0: And Oh, we missed you. You're not at home. Fool, we all at home.
1: <laughs> yeah, they literally got inside my apartment building and left a note on my mailbox. And they had called me once and said, oh, sorry, we missed you. You got inside the door. Someone let you in. And you only called me once and then they left. So it's Mm-mm. like, all right, you best. But I'm thankful, though, because there was the first 2019 thing that happened. In 2020 so i was like i will take this pain ups Uh, thank you for giving me a sense of (laughs) yes mm, just a crumb of the past so yes i'm with you so i'm gonna walk outside uh get dressed up and go to a ups access point and hopefully pick up my new laptop so v excited yeah i've been saving up some pennies um so i'm sure my life
0: will fall apart right after this because we can't have good things, but I'm going to take it. <laughs> I'm going through here and I'm trying to find if my mom is on this call or is on this thing. Sometimes she is. She is not. So I can say that I've just gotten her a new uh, desktop computer for her birthday. Ooh. And uh, I'm excited for her to get it because uh, she needs. I'm sick of looking at her in Zoom calls like this. <laughs> she needs to be able to see, have a large screen her last computer yeah. her last computer broke she's visually impaired so she's always got it, it real close yeah my, and my right. mom
1: with FaceTime will be up here it's yeah. like Hello. mom hi uh, what are you doing don't 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 do that don't do that set it at a good angle so i can see all of you but anyway
0: um Gotta love it. Love yeah. the parents. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for new computer times. It's going to be a whole new day. Mike McGee, our senior tech correspondent, joining us from his home, just a few blocks away from my home. But, you know, we can't just be in the same room, just all sharing air and microphones. Uh So in the meantime, we do hang in, or at home with the homies uh, and we make sure that everybody's doing OK.